of the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Matt Spectro through the multiverse! Welcome to another episode of Matt Spectro through the multiverse. I am your host, Matt Spectro, as always, and you've reached the podcast. It talks comic books and talks animation. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to episode 103. I'm going to go over the rules and we're going to get right into our episode. Rule number one, I've already said it, comic books, animation. Rule number two. I'm a big fan of the old team-up books, Marvel Team-Up DC Comics Presents. So this is a team-up podcast every week. Me and a co-host, well, a guest co-host, we uh, talk comic book animation. Rule number three, we gotta have fun. All right, like I said, welcome to episode 103. We're gonna bring our guest on, returning guest. He's uh, the show's local anime expert and probably the youngest guest co-host in the history of my show welcome back to the multiverse alex thank you for having me i love coming on you know it's fun i enjoy it been a while last time you were on we talked uh one punch man yeah I, i've still been collecting that manga it's just this it just keeps getting better and better i love one punch man it's so good anyone who hasn't heard our previous episodes uh anime manga not my uh or manga i should say not my area of expertise so this is an episode where I really do need a, a guest co-host because they're more knowledgeable than I am on the subject, which is weird because every time we do this, I end up enjoying what we watch, but every week I always say, oh, I'm not much of a manga fan, not much of an anime fan, but we've yet to have anything I didn't like. Yeah, I try to just like pick things that I feel like a general audience will like a lot, you know, so that way it can kind of like get you more into it and like going to like explore different animes or whatever you're into try to look for certain genres that you like. And uh, right now we're kind of in a, I don't know if I'd say golden age of anime and manga, but uh, it is a major success right now. It's uh, very popular, easily, uh, I know some people get annoyed, but easily doing much better than the the Western comic book industry. And uh, it doesn't look like there's any signs of stopping. Yeah, I th- people just really appreciate like Japanese media. I mean, I understand why. I feel like some people are definitely tired with like current comic books. I'm always impressed with just how quickly they can crank the anime out after the... I mean, some of these have been around for a while before they get anime, but some of these are like... Uh, they're out like two years, and then they're already got an anime in the works. Yeah, they got like a hundred dudes in an office sweating, writing everything down, <laughs> trying to get the anime out. I've uh, updated things a little bit uh, since you were last here. Now, every episode, we begin... With a little bit of trivia. Alright. Alright, so I did some anime trivia. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, have you ever heard of the anime Saze-san? No, I have not. Okay. It is the longest running, not only anime in history, it's believed to be hold the Guinness Book World Record for the longest running animated show of all time. Running consistently since 1969. 1969? Yeah. That's crazy. They say that it only took a break during the coronavirus pandemic. Is the only time it was not have episodes in production. How do you even make a show that long? 
What is it about? <laughs> I don't know. I've never actually seen it. But So my trivia question for you is holding the Guinness Book of World Record for longest running. I'll give it to you if you get in the ballpark. How many episodes have been produced of Sanzei San over the last 53 years? Okay, so it's got to be more than one piece, and one piece is like over a thousand at this point. Then fifty years. I'm I'm gonna go five thousand. I'm gonna just go flat five thousand because that seems like a lot. Uh, unfortunately, it was a good guess. But as of me looking this up, they have produced seven thousand nine hundred and twenty episodes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, they're working their animators so bad. <laughs> now granted, that that's older than I am, so that, that's been on for quite some time. Like, I just, I feel like you got to run out of ideas at some point with 7,000 episodes. I haven't seen it, but I can only assume they do like an evolution thing where like they bring in new characters and whatnot. And they, I they guess, like I just, <laughs> wow. Because, like, if you look at comics over the years, like, they've had to, like, restart, redo the origin, retcon. So I can only imagine either they're doing that or they uh, just have an evolution of characters. I'm assuming it's an evolution because usually manga, you just follow one big story of a single character, group of characters. So it must just be bringing in new cast constantly. So if it wasn't for the pandemic, it probably would have, uh, it definitely would have hit probably 8,000 episodes. <laughs> just that's that's so much like does he even make money i feel like who watches it <laughs> i don't know i know the, the simpsons here in america are determined to, to break that record but uh they got a ways to go the simpsons have been on they're the longest consistent sh uh animated show in america and they they started in 1989 i think they're at episode 600 or something like that oh my god they're not catching up anytime soon <laughs> I mean, literally, that's like two generations. <laughs> that's just like that's such a crazy amount for just a a single TV show. Like, I just wow. So we decided this week, and uh, in advance, spoiler word: I'm gonna anybody's heard before. I'm gonna announce that I am terrible <laughs> with the pronunciation of foreign names. So I apologize in advance for anything I get wrong on this episode. No disrespect is intended, but we decided we're going to discuss Demon Slayer, which looking up is currently one of the most popular of uh, of what's out on the show. Oh, yeah, it's huge right now. And uh, it's actually called Demon Slayer Kametsu no Yaba, which I believe roughly translates to Blade of Demon Destroyer. Now, uh, is this something uh, you've read seen and read something you've just seen where where do you stand on demon slayer i read a little bit of it and then it was about the same as the at least the beginning is about the same as the anime so i didn't really get too far into it because i i enjoyed the anime i just i kind of stopped watching so i didn't really i'm not up to date on it so i didn't want to keep reading it so this uh the the manga not that old it looks like it uh it's originally, unlike some of the previous ones we've talked about, this debuted in uh, February of 2016. So it's relatively new in, as far as manga is concerned. Yeah, it's it's fairly new. It's very popular right now, too. Yeah, it's extremely popular. I looked it up, and it's, uh, it's really popular, one of the top-selling. 
It's actually the ninth highest selling manga of all time. That's, I didn't even know that. That's pretty impressive. It says the franchise as a whole, if you include everything, has grossed over $8 billion. Billion? That's crazy. So it was created by, uh, here we go, here's, here's where everyone's going to laugh at me. And like I said, no disrespect intended, I'm trying my best to pronounce these. Created by Koyohara Gatogi, I believe is how you say the name. That, that sound, any, even in the ballpark? <laughs> Probably right. I just got to get an app that spells everything phonetically when it's a foreign word. That way uh, <laughs> I can <laughs> never get it wrong. Published by uh, Shusea Weekly. Show and Jump. It uh, ran from February 16th to uh, May of 20, I should say February 2016, <laughs> to May of 2020. Uh, it looks like there's been uh, 23 volumes. The creator says it was, one of his major inspirations was a 90s manga called uh, Rurori Kenshon. Kenshu, does that sound familiar at all? Yeah, I've heard about that. I think it's about a samurai like a famous samurai, I think. I'm not sure. Then it was published in English in uh, 2019. So it's really kind of impressive because that's only four years. And uh, it's still immensely popular here in America as well as across the pond as well. Interesting thing. Uh, it's weird to me. Manga is, uh, even though the Western comics now are, are pretty dang diverse with, uh, you know, they're not just superheroes. There's horror comics out. There's sci-fi. There's all sorts of things. But, in America, still, uh, obviously, superheroes are the most uh, prevalent thing. I don't know if in manga and anime, if there's like a the genre is so so many different things. I don't think there's one thing you can say is like the most popular version. Like, there's not a particular genre of it that's more popular than the rest. Yeah, I think it's such like a overarching way of making stories. Almost any type of story can work in that like form that it just, it's so easy to write really strong stories and, and any type of story you want in that form of writing that I think it just has a really strong versatility that gets taken advantage of in a really good way by the writers. And there's been uh, debates, you and I have discussed it a little bit before, but uh, America can't seem to, well, the American comic industry doesn't seem to be able to quite yeah, it's, I don't know if it's lightning in a bottle or if anyone can put into words what it is about the manga that's been so successful and hasn't had a lot of the pitfalls that recent uh, American comics have had. I think, honestly, it's manga is it's just so easy to pick up and read compared to a comic book. Because I just feel like comic books, you gotta you got to find out, oh, okay, I want to read this writer's work, but I want to read this specific version of the character. Or there's just so many, like, runs and different versions that it's hard to pick up and find something you want to read whereas manga is just pick up volume one it's true and also they tend to have the same creative team don't they like they don't really like in comics like you know the fantastic four with stanley and jack kirby but when stanley stopped writing it roy thomas took over and then a series of writers so there's a lot more different visions over the years as opposed to with a manga comic usually it's the same person writing it the whole time yeah so I think that definitely keeps people interested in the characters because there's not like the characters going to be consistent throughout and you can watch the arts change them better. I mean, they used to try and say the, uh, you know, video games and the Internet took away from people don't read as much. But I don't know. I mean, 
they got the internet and video games in Japan, and they're all still reading this nonstop. I think um, it's also easier to read with the internet and because there's so many avenues for you to go read a manga online or just like read stuff in general online. So it's, it's kind of easy for people to pick that stuff up there as well. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I want the American comic industry to, to go back to its heyday when it was extremely successful. I, uh, I just, I don't know what it would take to, I would like to see it on the level of what manga is now. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see the uh, comic books come back to I enjoy comic books. I don't dislike them. I don't know. I feel like they just need one really good, strong run and then to be able to pull back in the, the audience. It's so popular in Japan that even apparently the prime minister of Japan says he's read every every manga of <laughs> Demon Slayer. I didn't even know that. That's actually, wow. I, I didn't like grasp how popular this was everywhere. I thought this was just really popular like in America right now. And so like it kind of grew from that. I didn't realize how like beloved it was in Japan as well. I mean, that'd be like Joe Biden saying he reads every episode of Superman. I mean, that's that's a pretty <laughs> big deal. Yeah, that's that is pretty big. So uh, we're gonna talk. Well, we always talk here animation and uh, Demon Slayer. Like pretty much everything manga, went anime as well. Debuted in 2019. So think about that. Only three years after the comic debut, they already had the anime out. Originally was uh, on Tokyo MX is where it debuted in uh, April 6, 2019. Then uh, would uh, come on an English dub and Adult Swim a couple years later. Didn't debut in English until actually 2019, uh, about six months after it debuted. I feel like Adult Swim picks up a lot of anime. That definitely helps like getting people into it as well. Yeah, they do their Toonami special, which uh, usually is anime dubbed English. So now it's been dubbed. I, I looked up. It's been dubbed in Australia, England, New Zealand. So it's pretty much dubbed in England everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we decided to go to April 6, 2019. The episode Cruelty. Directed by, a, oh my God, Hariro Sorazaki. The writing credit is... Uh, it's a group, a writing group called Ufatable. So they never really, I couldn't even look it up. I even tried to look it up on the episode itself. And they don't really credit the individual writers. It's kind of credited as a group. And uh, I, I tried to read the credits, but almost all of them are in Japanese. So I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even get a credit out of that. I had a hard time finding the English dubs of the characters. There's not a lot of characters in this first episode. Yeah, um, I think there's like, three or four that are like important yeah i can find all of the names of the people that uh the japanese the original ones i can find like for example uh was it tahiro is that you say his name tahiro tanjiro tanjiro sorry (laughs) tanjiro yeah like he is voiced by uh natsuki uh let's see this hanea and like um his sister is uh voiced by Akira Kito. But I have a real hard time. I don't know why. Uh I could only find a couple of the English dubs on this episode. Like uh Giyu Tomoka. That's a character, right? On the <laughs> Oh yeah, he he's the one in the end. 
Yeah, the like I found his English dub, but Johnny Young Bush does his voice. He's in a ton of shows. Yeah, he did uh, hit the voice of him, and uh, yeah, he's done a bunch of uh, different, mostly anime dubs. He's done a lot of uh, English stuff as well. He was on Sailor Moon. He's done voices on One Piece. He did voices on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for some reason, I had a hard time finding the English dubs of uh, the people on this show. I'm looking right now. Yeah, I can't find them either. Yeah, it was really crazy. Uh, so it was uh, it was hard to kind of do the research. But but this anime is extremely popular. Uh, like most of the anime, uh, has there ever been an anime that has bombed? Like it was not successful. None that I can like think of really. Like none off the top of my head that I can think of that are like so bad nobody watched. I mean, there's been ones that you know don't run as long. They don't have as longer runs. But I've never heard of one that really wasn't all that successful. You never hear of one that like got canceled after six episodes or anything like that. Most also get end up having like a cult following and stuff like that. So no, none of them are really. Almost every anime has like a set group of fans. Do you have an all-time favorite and a current favorite? Because sometimes they're not the same. Like sometimes, like you have a favorite character, but their current run is not that great, so it's not your favorite. I would say right now my favorite. I'm watching Trigun right now. Trigun's really fun. It feels like uh, Cowboy Bebop in a way, so I really uh, enjoy that. My all-time favorite is uh, probably Berserk. The anime is really bad, and the movies uh, are just okay. <laughs> but the I love that manga. It's so good. So, uh, yeah, I do apologize to any of my listeners, but, yeah, I looked, and uh, I just had a hard time finding a lot of the dubbing. I find You can find the whole cast who did the original voice acting, but the dubbing is very hard to find. Oh, I think I found a, like, it's like a fan website that has some of them. Anybody of notoriety you can find on there? Not really. All these people <laughs> just, like, I've heard them in animes, but they're not all, like, I wouldn't say they're all, like, super popular. Like, if you hear their voice, you can hear them there you'll know them like matt mercer's in there he's really popular he's in a ton of stuff he's like the only person to note that i would say is in there once we uh watch the episode you're gonna have to tell me with the, the you're gonna have to re-remind me of the names because uh <laughs> even when i get them right i uh, i forget them over the over the course of the episode but <laughs> enough of this babbling old fool we're gonna take a break and watch demon slayer cruelty don't go anywhere we'll be right back there have always been man-eating demons prowling about after dark. That's why it's not safe to go outside at night. The smell of blood. <gasps> Nezuko, are you okay? What happened? The demon slayers protect us by killing as many as they can. She's a demon. Hang on, Nezuko. Don't let it take control. She can't be healed. Which means I have to decapitate your sister here. There's a way, and I'll find it no matter what it takes. I'll hunt down the one who slaughtered my family. I promise I'll make everything right. Demon Slayer premieres next Saturday at 1.30. Butai Kimetsu no Yaiba, 2021年夏、待望の続編。新たな任務へと向かう炭治郎たちの前に、ついに現れる十二騎士。
the smell. <laughs> Please wait for your food in the line. Senpai is so professional. watched Demon Slayer Cruelty. Now, how recently had you watched this before uh, this episode? Um, I watched it with my little cousin like probably a few months ago. No, it was probably like a year ago. And then he was a little too young for it and I realized as we watched it. <laughs> like most of the episodes when you're on, this is uh, watching it the first time. So, interesting. We opened up with a uh, we get like a POV shot of a walking in the snow with our, our main character, Tanjiro, you know, carrying his little sister screaming that his big brother's going to save him. And really good animation here, I got to say. The way they uh, waved uh, the snow in the, in the backgrounds looks really good. The animation quality throughout like the whole first season and then the first movie is really good. I can't say past that because I haven't watched past the first movie, but... I will say the animation's really high quality and the scenes look beautiful throughout the whole series. Yeah, it looks really good. Like I I, I think it I'm trying it looks like almost a mix of hand drawn with computer animation. But uh Yeah, there's definitely some three D models I notice. Like sometimes if you watch like Tanjiro walking in the snow and stuff like that, you'll definitely notice like some three D models, but I, I can look past that. Yeah, but I mean it looked really good. Like uh it really flowed uh effortlessly that doesn't look out of place, you know. It doesn't look like he's in a completely different thing. This episode is basically uh, is really kind of a, just a big setup for the series. Like One Punch Man, for example, we did that episode. That was just like out of the gate, just craziness, all sorts of over the top. This one is a lot more reserved and a lot more uh, subtle, I'd say. Yeah, I feel like One Punch Man is like it wants to hook you with like the cool action and like the funniness of the characters where this one is like, this is a plot based story. I want you to actually pay attention. And I, I can, I can respect that. Um, you know, there's an opening scene of, uh, he's getting ready to go to town to sell his charcoal. All the siblings want to go, but they can't cause of the, the snow. You noticed, uh, one of them was wearing uh, sandals, even though it's the middle of winter. Yeah. I don't, for some reason, feudal Japan, they just did that. You know, it happens. What is the time frame of this? Because at first I thought it was kind of more in the past, but I swore I saw like telephone poles in one scene as well. So I was a little confused on that. 
there is so in like the bigger cities there's like or at least in the bigger city we go to in the anime they have like bright and there's like lamp posts and stuff like that so i think it's supposed to be like in kind of feudal so like the more rural areas will be like little villages and then there'd be like gas lamps and stuff like that in the newer ones so i think it's like coming out of like dark ages and stuff like that i guess he leaves to go down the mountain to the village to sell the charcoal. He says the line the first time. I'm not sure why he says it at first because nothing really bad is happening, but he says the line about all I can think of is he says it because he's kind of narrating what's already happened where he says happiness after happiness is destroyed, it's always followed by the smell of blood. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was supposed to be like narrating like what happened already, but I don't know because the, the story doesn't really have that perspective throughout the series. so. I'm not really sure. Yeah, because sometimes he does the inner monologue, but he doesn't do it the whole episode. So yeah, so it's it's just weird. I was pretty amused when uh, the scene where he gets to the village and everybody knows him, and apparently not only does he sell charcoal, but he just does a lot of odd jobs around the town. The um, I'll let you get to it, man. You can go ahead. It's fine. Let's. I mean, how far do you want to jump ahead? It's just a little bit. It's the when the broken vase when he's like, <laughs> I swear I didn't do it. And the um the strong scent is like a recurring thing that comes up with Tanjiro. It's supposed to be like the or a lot of demon slayers have it, so that's kind of foreshadowing that type of stuff. Yeah, the great scene where the guy's in, in tears, looks like he's got a bloody nose, and uh, his, his mother hell bent doesn't believe him. He didn't break the vase, <laughs> but Tanjiro can smell a cat, so he's off the hook. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> Like he helped the guy supposedly with his sliding door and whatnot. <laughs> uh, so, but everyone knows him. Everyone's like, "Hey, Tanjiro, you're back!" Everyone's so happy to see him. We fast forward a little bit, and uh, you know, he sold all his charcoal. He's gonna head back, but uh, this uh, old dude tells him it's too dangerous to climb up the mountain. You better stay with me for the night, because uh, he says when the sun goes down, man-eating demons rule the forest. I feel like this part was weird because I feel like this is such like a prevalent issue in the world that they have like specific people designated to hunt demons that I feel like Tanjiro should know about demons, especially if he lives in a rural village. Like I feel that like was, you should know about that. That was kind of my thing too. They they live kind of isolated on a mountain and there's legit man-eating demons and demon slayers, yet he has him and his family have no knowledge of it. You'd think they would he does mention that his he remembers his grandmother kind of saying something similar but you'd still think like oh okay we have the demon slayer core to protect us from the demons you think you'd be just like oh yeah i shouldn't leave right now because there's gonna be demons at night should just wait you think they would have uh, a sword or some kind of weapon on his house because it's his mom and a bunch of little kids so you think they'd have some kind of weapons to protect themselves yeah just I don't know what was going on there. Just a weird, like, kind of jumping logic for the world. Uh, so the next morning, he does head back, and uh, he can smell blood in the air. And it's no surprise comes to any of the viewers when he gets back. His entire family's been wiped out. Now, this was, uh, I, I was, I wouldn't say I was shocked or anything, but I was taken aback a little bit. I was surprised how nasty uh, the scene of the crime was, like, uh, it was bloody and they were they was graphic. Yeah. But uh 
One is still alive. His sister, is it a Nezuku? Is that how you say it? It's Nezuko. I think Nezu- that's how it's- he's gonna. He's trying to get her back to her doctor because she's still alive. But she attacks him when she comes to. So apparently she's been infected by these demons or maybe she's not even, maybe she is just a demon. We don't really know, but she attacks our poor main character. Uh, at one point he's like commenting on how she's getting bigger and stronger where he has to like hold her back with this hatchet that's jammed in her mouth. I feel like that ability of the demons, never, it like, it's so weird because sometimes they'll grow, sometimes it like, They'll only sometimes use an ability like that. Like a lot of the demons will have like special things that they do, but I think maybe Nezuko is special or whatever, where she can grow and shrink in size. But like not a lot of demons do like that specifically. And then we get our first appearance of a demon slayer shows up to save the day. Uh, what was his name again? You had said it earlier. It's like. Giyu or Giyu Tomioka, something like that. <laughs> uh, he has a sword, which this part they had to subtitle because the sword, it's written in Japanese, but uh, his sword says, The Destroyer of Demons. And he exposes that uh, demon blood has affected her, and that's what's happening. There's pretty much uh, no going back. He says uh, uh, he's going to kill her because, you know, there's nothing can save her. Uh, Tajarobe uh, kind of becomes a sniveling mess at this point, begging him not to do anything, which uh, he uh, really shows him no sympathy. Not really nice about it. <laughs> yeah, it was. So later on in the series, he's like shown more as like a silent kind of compassionate guy. And like he kind of watches over Tanjiro in like in some ways, not a lot. Like, But I feel like this part definitely he was really brutal with him. And just yeah, uh, like, for no reason. He's like, Flat out angry, he's groveling. <laughs> yeah. He says, how, he says, the weak, you're weak, and the weak get no rights. All they can do is be relentlessly crushed by the strong. <laughs> it was just, he's like 12. Why, why are you saying that to him? Like, really reads him the riot act on this one. And in fact, he grabs and he uh, stabs his sister at one point. I thought he was just going to kill her. I don't, I don't know why he was doing that like just stabbing her because I, later on he says the only way to kill her is to decapitate her yeah so i, I don't i don't know his, his thought process on that maybe it's the old uh i'm gonna get a rise out of this guy see what he's made of see if he's worthy of being a demon slayer by yeah to- maybe. torturing his sister in front of him. i feel like it's hard to get a read on that character a lot he's so blank slate tajiro uh, charges at him which uh yeah, you know, pathetically, he just brushes him off. Doesn't even uh, <laughs> doesn't even have any effect. Pretty much just knocks him out. Now this scene was kind of bizarre because he like knocks him on his ass, says what a fool he is and whatnot. And there's a full, at least a minute goes by before the hatchet is flying in the air at him. Yeah, I just that part was like. And where he threw the hatchet and the stone at the same time, I was like, I don't, wouldn't, I was just confused. He's like, ah, oh, he's, he has like an inner monologue where he's like, oh, he's clever. He distracted me with throwing the stone, so I wouldn't notice he had already thrown the hatchet. <laughs> so that means either he threw the hatchet so high in the air <laughs> that it took that long to come down, or Tajiro has some sort of 
telekinesis where he can make the hatchet go slow. And all just for him to just move his head slightly to the right. And it's completely missing. Yeah, completely like it goes like right by his head, but it misses him completely. But so yeah, he he's impressed, but at the same time I'm I'm watching, I'm like, well, that 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 seems that seems like a cheat to me. Like uh, that defies the laws of physics. He's gonna kill him, but then Nizako she like protects uh Tanjiro. She gets in front of him like she's ready to fight for him. This kind of uh throws him back a little bit where he's uh he's never quite seen this before. Like usually uh, everyone's hopeless once they've been infected by demon blood. But she seems to have maintained some of her humanity. So um I don't know if that's something uh that's gonna come up later or not. Oh yeah. That's like the main thing throughout the series is like Tanjiro is driven to save his sister from being a demon. And uh, so that kind of uh, makes him think twice a little bit. He's uh, I wouldn't say he was he became nice at that point, but uh, he was uh, less of a jerk about it. Yeah, he's like, all right, maybe I can let him slide. Now he tells him to go to uh, the, a mountain to find an old man. Uh, this might be another case of uh, I need you to help me with the old man's pronunciation. <laughs> Kaguya Ubiyashiki. I believe that is correct. And it's probably better pronunciation than I ever could have. <laughs> but he goes to tell him he's going to help him out. So basically, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing like the Obi-Wan type character, you know, the Yoda of the of the series. It probably will train him or train the demon slayers. Oh, yeah. It, then it's a different character that I'm talking about. I can't remember. <laughs> a random assu- guy in the wood. Yeah. I'm just assuming that. I, I have no knowledge of other episodes. <laughs> Yeah, like the the um the guy that like trains him is a different guy than the guy that I just said. <laughs> Sakonji Urokadaki. All right, there we go. So yeah, it basically looks like it's a setup for the old like Jedi training type stuff. Is what I'm assuming. I mean, you know better than I would, but that's what it sounds like they're setting up. Yeah, they go into like a like a three episode training arc. So he tells him to go there and. Uh, it's cloudy now, but be careful. Don't expose uh, his sister to sunlight. That's why they had said that in the darkness, these demons hunt. So the sunlight must be detrimental. I assume that kills them or is just they don't like it. It's like a vampire thing. They like burn away into ash. Okay. And why he doesn't like, you think he'd accompany him there instead of just telling him where to go? Because, I mean, he's never seen a situation where a demon isn't fully taken over, but for all he knows, that could just be temporary and she could go full-on demon on this poor little kid, like, in an hour. <laughs> in, literally in the next episode, too, he, they get attacked by a demon, so. <laughs> he didn't have a sword, he just had the hatchet still, and so I just, uh, I don't know what was going through that guy's head. <laughs> it's like, he's got, oh, I got better things to do, Tajiro, you just, <laughs> you go and do this and uh, get out of my life. So we get our last ending scene of him and his sister climbing in the snow and the camera pans up to the mountain and their long journey ahead of us. Thus ends Demon Slayer Episode 1, Cruelty. So I got to say, it's this is the most subtle and reserved of almost any anime I've ever seen. Like Anime tends to be like really over the top a lot. And this was definitely not the case at all. 
So it starts off like being reserved like that and being more serious, like granted. But later on, as more characters get introduced, you get more like goofy, eccentric characters. I mean, I picture when the action comes in, there are going to be some full on demon attacks that are like the anime I'm expected where over the top and people going crazy and all sorts of crazy stuff happening. But for the the anime I've seen, yeah, it's very reserved. Especially when you compare it to the last time you were on the show and we reviewed One Punch, One Punch Man, which is so ridiculously over the top. So, but yeah, the tone very different of this. This is uh, very much you know reminded me a lot of the old samurai movies and stuff I remember from when I was really young. It definitely it keeps being serious for a while, and then it kind of it still has its serious moments. But I do appreciate like the serious samurai like type stuff. I really enjoy samurai movies and all that so i appreciate it unlike uh some of the previous ones they uh yeah this feels like a real build-up like this is a slow burn you're gonna be on on a journey from step one not like diving headfirst into things so none of this is i'm saying is a bad thing i'm just saying that it's yeah. i'm just yeah it's different compare and contrast as they say where do you think this uh i mean i know it's very popular do you uh do you think this is uh one of your favorites or is this uh Something that you're not on the level of, say, Berserk, as you brought up earlier. Oh, it's not even. For me, it's not even close to the level of Berserk. Berserk is such a well-crafted story for me. Uh, This show, I really like season one. I think the movie wasn't great. So I think, like, the story's good. I like it. But um, I just, I don't know. I haven't given season two a chance. This is something I could see that uh, I might recommend to someone on the fence a little bit more because... Depending on their taste, but uh, I think this would be something someone could ease into and aren't, aren't going to be taken back by how ridiculous some anime is. Yeah. But on that note, we're going to officially, we're going to rank this episode with our spectrometer. Anyone new to our show, we rank what we see every week. Four spectros being perfection. Zero is absolute garbage. Alex, how are you going to rank Demon Slayer cruelty? I would say I give it a 2.5. It's it's a solid starter for people who just want to get into anime. But it's also good for people who really like anime. You can hook them in. So like a 2.5 to like a 3 in that range, I would say. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to go about three. I think it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's perfect. Like it didn't blow me away where I was like, oh, you got to see this. But I thought it was a, it was compelling, an interesting start. I feel like it's something that uh, if I was ranking the series, I might give it more of a higher because I feel like it's going to get built upon. But I'm going on just uh, the one episode, so uh, I'm, I'm going to go about a three. I can see it. Yeah. What do you think out there? Did you like Demon Slayer more than we did? Did you like it less? If you did, that's okay, but i like to hear from you. Let me know, and I uh, go to my social media and uh, tell me what you thought of Demon Slayer Cruelty. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Spectro. Follow me while you're there, and on Facebook, find me as uh, Matt Spectro through the multiverse on Facebook, and you can follow me there as well. I'd say of the episodes we've done, I would rank uh, my favorite was One Punch Man, then JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, then Demon Slayer. Yeah, I, I I agree with that too. I really like One Punch Man. It's it's goofy, it's fun, and then JoJo's is just solid. I like that story a lot, so I feel like that's it's a good ranking for all three. I would say. 
I, I don't think any three of them was bad. I'd say they're all good. In fact, uh, between those and I did an episode you weren't on where I did Vampire Hunter D, uh, I've yet to find an anime that I haven't given a positive review. I feel like people just keep bringing you the good stuff, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Maybe uh, <laughs> I, should, I should be reading and watching more. I'll uh, I'll try to bring you absolute garbage anime next time we can review. <laughs> I did... Um, and like, in fact, One Punch Man, I watched almost the entire first season after we did that episode. Did. Yeah. How'd you I, like it? Oh, it was tremendous. It just got better and better. <laughs> I love it. Where'd you, uh, where'd you end off? I'm trying to remember what the last, cause that was a while ago. Cause you, you haven't been on the show in quite some time. So it was a, it was a while ago when I, wa- I wish I could remember. I can't, <laughs> now I can't remember the last episode I watched, but, uh, I think season one ends off with like the deep sea king guy. And like the crown and like the Joker face paint type stuff. Yes, that did, I do remember that happening. Um, but uh, yeah, I got to go back and watch it and got to read them. But uh, yeah, and if you have any uh, recommendations for anime or manga, uh, let me know as well. What can, I mean, you said next time you're gonna bring me something bad. Can you even name a a bad uh, manga or a bad anime? The Berserk anime is like it's so bad, it's terrible. It's so it does the it does the manga terrible. Like if I watched the Berserk anime and I didn't know about the manga, I would just be really upset for watching it. I would just be like, wow, this is garbage. But is it more of a compare contrast bad? Or if I watched it with no knowledge of the manga, would I still think it's garbage? You would think it's pretty, you would think it's pretty bad. Like the, the animation, it's terrible. Like the manga panels are super detailed, like highly, like everything just looks great. And then in the manga or the anime, the anime is all 3D animated and it just can't capture the same like look or anything like that. Hmm. Intriguing. Well, I want to thank you for coming back and joining us. Always a pleasure. Of course. What's going on? Are you enjoying that? You got big plans for the summer? Not really. Probably just hanging out with my friends, going to the gym. That's about it. All right. (laughs) You're living it up. Well, you're a kid. I wouldn't blame you. I miss the days of when uh, you had. I had the summer all off. You know, it's the the worst part about adulthood is uh, you get a job and <laughs> you don't get the summers off anymore. I get it. Having the three months off is just great. I love it. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank everyone else for joining us. And uh, if you could uh, share my podcast, uh, give me a five star review. I appreciate it. it. Always helps. If you have any ideas or whatnot, go to my social media and uh, let me know. And as always, thanks again, and join us again next week for another exciting episode of Matt Spectro Through the Multiverse, everyone. Excelsior!